Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast, your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Bengaluru Local News. For today, the 4th of August, let's begin with updates from the city. Karnataka CM Siddharamaya stated that Congress is well aware of the hidden agenda of the BJP and is fully prepared to confront it. This statement followed a meeting between Karnataka Congress leaders and party chief Malikarjun Kharge and Rahul Gandhi to prepare for the upcoming Lok Sabha election. In other headlines, BJP legislator Araganyanendra sparked controversy with objectionable remarks he made about Congress President Malikarjun Kharge. The ruling party in Karnataka demanded his expulsion for the comments made during a protest rally against the Kasturi Rangan Committee report. Nyanendra also targeted Forest Minister Ishwar Khandre, referring to people from the Kalyana Karnataka region as lacking knowledge about trees and shade, leading to his derogatory comments about Kharge's appearance. In some more news, Karnataka's IT minister Priyank Kharge has urged state registered startups to participate in a survey to better understand their requirements. Based on the survey responses, the government plans to design customized workshops and programs to support the startup community. The deadline for the survey is August 9th. Currently, Karnataka, especially Bengaluru, houses around 15,000 startups and is recognized as India's leading startup hub. Up next, the inauguration of the Vande Bharat Express between Bengaluru and Hyderabad is expected this month as per several reports. This will mark Karnataka's third Vande Bharat Express, connecting Yashwantpur Railway Station in Bengaluru to Kachigoda Railway Station in Hyderabad. The train is anticipated to facilitate faster and more comfortable travel for IT professionals, business people and students frequently commuting between Bengaluru and Hyderabad. Now on to other news. The Ministry of Road Transport and Highways explained the ban on motorcycles, auto rickshaws and non-motorized vehicles on the Bengaluru-Mysuru Expressway, stating that nearly one-third of accidents in the last six months involved two-wheelers. The National Highways Authority of India enforced the ban on the 118-kilometer expressway's main carriageway. The ministry attributed most two-wheeler accidents to fatalities or severe injuries, with an additional 25% caused by rear-end collisions. Moving on, Bengaluru City faces uncontrolled hoardings or flexes due to BBMP's helplessness and the state government's lack of initiative as per the High Court. The court has ordered an action plan submission within three weeks to tackle the issue. If unauthorized holdings persist after the deadline, both BBMP and the state government must pay rupees 1 lakh jointly. The court criticized BBMP's compliance report, finding no action against erring officers. Meanwhile, a Twitter user in Bengaluru shared their frustration after waiting 225 minutes, that is nearly four hours, for a cab using the Rapido app. The snapshot of the app's estimated arrival time went viral recently. In response to the post, Rapido's official Twitter handle acknowledged the issue as a glitch and requested the user's registered mobile number for further investigation. The incident sparked discussions about the inconvenience of extended waiting periods for ride-hailing services. On a different note, the Clinical Psychology Society of India and Nimhans's Department of Clinical Psychology will jointly host a groundbreaking conference Mental Health for a Changing World – New Challenges and Opportunities from August 10th to 12th. The event aims to unite mental health experts, professionals and stakeholders to discuss various topics related to clinical psychology in today's dynamic world. The conference will feature 80 distinguished speakers, engaging workshops and symposiums. National News Moving on to the national news. 
The Narendra Modi government obtained President Draupadi Murmu's approval to introduce the new Data Protection Bill as a money bill which bypasses Rajya Sabha's voting power. Government officials, however, claimed it would still be presented as an ordinary bill necessitating Rajya Sabha's approval. The opposition is concerned as they believe the bill violates the principle of RTI by withholding personal data information. Meanwhile, the Allahabad High Court upheld the continuation of the ASI survey on the Gyanwapi Mosque complex in Varanasi, dismissing the Muslim site's concern about potential structural damage. The survey will be conducted following the ASI's affidavit. The court justified the scientific survey in the interest of justice. UP Deputy CM Keshav Prasad Maurya welcomed the verdict, while Muslim leader Khalid Rashid Firangi Mahali stated they may approach the Supreme Court against the decision. In more news, the Department of Public Works will discuss the contentious Penn Memorial Project dedicated to DMK Patriarch M. Karunanidhi with Tamil Nadu CM M.K. Stalin. The plan is divided into two phases, with the second phase involving installing the pen in the ocean. The proposed monument includes onshore and offshore construction, with the pen pedestal to be built above the sea on Marina Beach's coast. Shifting our focus, Hyderabad witnessed a rare phenomenon called Zero Shadow Day recently. The city had previously experienced it on May 9th around 12 p.m. Similarly, Bengaluru also had the opportunity to witness the event in April this year. The event was observed at the Birla Planetarium in Hyderabad, where the sun was positioned directly overhead, resulting in no shadows being formed on the Earth's surface. International news. Turning our attention to international news, U.S. President Joe Biden seeks assistance from former President Barack Obama to secure a second term in the 2024 presidential election as he faces a tight race against potential Republican nominee Donald Trump, despite Trump's multiple criminal charges. Obama pledged support during a private lunch at the White House. In ongoing news, China's Cyberspace Administration introduced regulations to restrict children's smartphone usage, impacting firms like Tencent and ByteDance. Minors will be prohibited from using most internet services on mobile devices from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. This move is part of Beijing's ongoing efforts to combat internet addiction among youth. In a recent development, northern Taiwan took precautions as Typhoon Kanun, classified as the second strongest typhoon level, approached its northeastern coast with winds of 198 km per hour. Businesses and schools closed and nearly 40 international flights were cancelled, while domestic ferry lines suspended operations. Taipei subway services were reduced and soldiers were ready for disaster response in nearby cities. The typhoon was forecasted to bring heavy rainfall and potential floods to the region. In some positive news, the University of Colorado Anschutz Medical Campus researchers confirmed the safety and effectiveness of a fixed-dose combination medication for treating HIV in children. The study, published in The Lancet HIV, showed that combining Dolatugravir, Abasavir and Lamivudine in a single FDC formulation was well-tolerated and effective for children between 13 and 88 pounds. The researchers collaborated through the IMPAACT network to assess both immediate release and dispersible release tablets with positive outcomes. Business news. Let's now look at some business stories. Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman announced that the 28% GST on online gaming, casinos and horse racing will be implemented from October 1st after the 51st GST Council meeting. However, the Council has agreed to review this levy after six months from the date of implementation. 
In more business news, Taiwanese electronics manufacturer Foxconn plans to invest rupees 5,000 crores in two projects in Karnataka, focused on smartphone components and semiconductor manufacturing, creating around 13,000 jobs. The company signed a letter of intent with the state government after a meeting with officials. One project involves manufacturing mechanical enclosures of iPhones, expected to employ 12,000 workers, with an estimated capex of rupees 3,000 crores. Next up, in some tech news, ex-CEO Elon Musk has introduced a new feature allowing Twitter Blue subscribers to hide their blue verification badge for $8. This feature can be accessed on the profile customization page in account settings. Twitter originally introduced the blue checkmark system in 2009 to verify accounts of public interest, but it became a paid subscription service last year. Moving on, Ambuja Cements Limited completed the acquisition of a 56.74% stake in Sanghi Industries from the company's existing promoter group Ravi Sanghi and Family for rupees 5,000 crores. As part of the deal, ACL will provide an inter-corporate deposit of rupees 300 crores. Additionally, ACL will make an open offer for the purchase of a 26% stake held by minority stakeholders at 114.22 rupees per share. In market news for August 4th, the Sensex witnessed a decline of 602.97 points or 0.92%, settling at 65,179.81, while the Nifty dropped 165.70 points or 0.85%, reaching 19,360.80. Among the listed shares, 1,496 advanced, 1,629 declined and 124 remained unchanged. The Indian rupee depreciated due to a third consecutive day of domestic market declines and a strong US dollar. Entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world. Actor Rani Mukherjee will conduct a masterclass at the Indian Film Festival of Melbourne, sharing insights from her cinematic journey and discussing memorable roles in films like Hamtum, Black and Mardani. The event will be held on August 10th at Melbourne's Immigration Museum, paying tribute to her latest film, Mrs. Chatterjee vs. Norway, about an Indian immigrant mother's struggle against the Norwegian foster care system. In news from Hollywood, Gal Gadot has confirmed that she will star in Wonder Woman 3, which will be helmed by James Gunn and Peter Safran. In an interaction with ComicBook.com, Gadot expressed her love for portraying Wonder Woman and her excitement to work with the duo again. Meanwhile, she is set to appear in the Netflix thriller Heart of Stone alongside Alia Bhatt and Jamie Dornan, scheduled to premiere on August 11th. Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, superstar Rajnikanth's highly awaited film Jailer released its official trailer titled Jailer Showcase. The action-packed trailer introduces Rajnikanth as Tiger Muttuvel Pandian, a humble man with a hidden powerful personality. Facing dangerous foes and displaying his sword skills, Rajnikanth stuns with his charismatic presence. Jailer also features Jackie Shroff, Ramya Krishnan, Tamanna Bhatia and Vinayakan in pivotal roles. In sports news, the ICC penalised England and Australia in the World Test Championship for slow over rates during the Ashes. England lost 19 points and Australia lost 10 points. Australia's deduction came from the fourth test, while England's points were deducted in the first, second, fourth and fifth tests. The ICC provided a detailed breakdown of the points lost for each team. In more sports news, Gianluigi Buffon, the iconic Italian goalkeeper and Juventus legend, has officially retired from football at 45. 
The 2006 World Cup winner shared the news on social media, expressing gratitude to the sport and his fans. Buffon's illustrious career began in 1995 and he achieved tremendous success, securing 10 Serie A titles with Juventus. Wrapping up sports news, Indian shuttler Mithun Manjunath, ranked 50th in the world, secured an impressive victory over Singapore's world number 7, Lo Kian Yu, at the Australian Open. Manjunath triumphed with a score of 21-19, 21-19 in just 41 minutes, showcasing his skill and determination. The win was particularly notable as he defeated an opponent ranked 43 spots higher, with Yu valiantly saving six match points in the second game. Bengaluru Buzz. Switching gears to local events, there are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. Get ready for an extraordinary dance party, Mystic Moves, and dance it all out this weekend, happening at the Small World SD Bed Koramangala on the 5th of August at 12 p.m. Catch ace comedian Pritish Narula as he returns to Bengaluru to headline his latest show, Urta Punjabi, performing live at the Ministry of Comedy Koramangla 5th Block on the 6th of August at 9 p.m. Enjoy a unique date night with a loved one and join an art class together at the exclusive date night painting party workshop, happening on the 5th of August at 6 p.m. at Small World Koramangla 5th Block. Witness a unique magic show featuring the talented duo of Tamin Ansari and Daniel D'Souza in their latest outing in the city, performing live at Art Coach JP Nagar on the 6th of August at 6 p.m. You can also catch the incredibly talented comedian screenwriter Supriya Joshi in her latest special I'm Over It, performing live at Just Bangalore Brigade Road on the 6th of August at 5:30 p.m. Bengaluru weather. In a general weather update for the country, the India Meteorological Department predicts moderate rainfall in Delhi and thunderstorms with moderate rainfall in the next few days. Odisha experiences heavy rainfall causing flooding in NH57. IMD alerts that moderate to heavy rainfall is expected over the weekend with the potential for very heavy rainfall in West Odisha districts. And finally the weather in Bengaluru On the 4th of August the sky is expected to be relatively cloudy in Bengaluru with a moderately high temperature of 29 degrees Celsius and a pleasant lowest temperature of 20 degrees Celsius. The maximum heat index considering humidity is estimated at 33 degrees Celsius in shade and light wind conditions. The maximum temperature aligns with the average highest temperature of 27.5 degrees Celsius in August. That's all for now on the Bengaluru Commute podcast for today. I'm Anupama. If you enjoyed this episode, please do follow the Bengaluru Commute podcast on your favorite podcast and player and leave a rating and a review as well. It helps other listeners to discover the show and we would just really appreciate it. Even better, if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast, share it with them. Make your commute truly extraordinary. The Bengaluru Commute podcast skill is now available on Alexa. All you have to do is to download the skill from your Alexa app and look for the Bengaluru Commute podcast. The Bengaluru Commute podcast, powered by Spooler.